This is the Happily Living Podcast, where we discuss how to better ourselves by developing routines that set us up for a better existence, uncovering deeper connections with nature, and growing awareness, leaving you with a new relationship between you and the world. Let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. If you're new to this podcast, I'm so excited you are here. I am your host, Gabrielle Brown, and this is the Happily Living Podcast. This is part two of episode two, and this is the season of Love Your Mother. I present to you a... (laughs) Wow. I just had a blanking moment. You know when that happens? Like, I'm literally... I'm trying. I'm showing up. I love you guys. I love doing this. But sometimes being real and raw can mean that I am goofy and I forget. I repeat myself. I'm learning. I'm growing. This is all a learning and growing experience. So I thank you guys for creating an environment where I feel okay with being vulnerable and being myself. Now, (laughs) I present to you guys the second portion of the episode where we discussed how things in our foods ingredients in our foods can affect our body and um, ways that we can provide alternatives that can benefit our budget, benefit our health, benefit our mental health. And we're going to continue that. So I'm going to discuss more about how creamers have ingredients very similar to everything else in our stores that have ingredients that we aren't really aware of or understand what those ingredients are, how it affects our bodies, and substitutes that we can use. So the use of creamer is more of a specific thing that happens in your everyday life and can have a compounding effect on you. And so this is something that I thought would be very helpful. And not only that, but it's something that I have um, dealt with personally of using an alternative and finding something that can be so beneficial and um, a big change in my life and not only that but how it can relate to nature how things in nature um, provide for us and what we can do in return to respect and provide for it in return and becoming more aware of like the overall capacity and importance of it so let's get into it let's start with my week my week's been good I've been really loving my job Um, and not necessarily my job, okay, but the people at my job. I love them. I get along with them. I vibe with them really well, and if you're listening to this, you guys, I love you. I love you. I love you guys. I also have been packing. I've been packing for Italy. I go to Italy on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, and let me just tell you guys, I cannot wrap my mind around it. It's so crazy. It's already here. I was just in Africa, and now I'm going to freaking Italy. This is crazy. I'm going for three weeks. Now, what that means about the podcast is I am bringing my microphone. I'm bringing my setup, but I may or may not do something, and what I mean by that is I may have a surge of energy, a surge of creativity, and I may want to talk about it. So I'm being there for myself and knowing that this is an outlet that I really do enjoy and putting it into my day. But I also want to be present. I want to be aware. I want to learn things about the culture and various things. And if this podcast isn't meant for me in that moment, I'm not having a creative spark, then I'm just going to put put a pause on that and come back to it when I get back. 
with that being said, we do already have episode four scheduled to be posted um, because I don't want to drop the ball too late for you guys. And I have also been excited to talk about a specific topic that's coming up. So episode four, not episode four. Wow, I really said you guys the wrong preface. It's episode three. <laughs> I'm thinking of part one and part two as their own episodes. Episode three is up and scheduled, but episode four will be a to be determined, okay? And I will let you guys know. I'll keep you posted and see if that happens. But with that being said, I get to go with my family, my parents, and my boyfriend for three weeks, and we're going to Rome, Tuscany, um, Amalfi Coast, uh, Cirque de Terre, Cirque de Terre. I <laughs> I'm butchering that. I couldn't even say butcher. I said butcher. Okay. Moving forward, wow. Let's let's dive into it, shall we? Let's let's go in it. I know that last week I may not have dived into discussing foods and ingredients as much as I wanted to. And I didn't want it to be overwhelming, but at the same time, you guys may not be aware of things that I am aware of. And so I gave you guys a little bit more benefit of the doubt of having that awareness. And so it may not have been everything you wanted to hear. You may have been left feeling like you wanted more. And, and while that is good in a way, it's not entirely the best when you want to listen and, and then you don't get what you came for. So I will talk about that in another episode. We'll talk about that more and dive into it more. But this is still the part two. And we're still going to go through everything that I want to talk about within the part two. Okay, so don't worry. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, I'm having a host come soon, episode six or seven. I haven't decided yet, so I'm very excited, you guys. It is a surprise host for right now, and as we get closer, I may or may not drop the ball and tell you guys who it is, but for that time, you will have to wait. So talking about using substitutes for creamer, I like to use honey, okay? And a lot of creamers contain artificial flavorings, like gums, Various things. According to MANA.MD, sodium cassinate, dipotassium phosphate, sodium aluminosilicate, mono and diglycerides, cellulose gel, cellulose gum, carrageenan, artificial flavor, and artificial color are all ingredients found in creamer, a highly processed food. Now, it also contains corn syrup solids, hydrogenated vegetable oil, such as coconut, palm kernel, or soybean, you have cellulose gel and cellulose gum. Now that is a heavy list of ingredients that are a major gut disruptor and can even affect our mood and energy levels. It can even cause bloating and make it difficult to lose weight if that's something that you're focused on right now. And let me dive into those ingredients a little bit more. Um, carrageenan is linked to cancer and is derived from a red algae. It's not meant for our bodies to digest. You have hydrogenated oils, which are highly processed, therefore making it an energy-draining process for our bodies to digest alone, right? You have cellulose that comes from trees and plants, and they, in the food industry, derive this with wood shavings, so that's not meant for our bodies, and they use this in shredded cheeses to preserve freshness. So cheese is not meant to be separated, and the way that they preserve it so it doesn't mold as quickly is by implementing cellulose into the ingredient. You have sodium cassinate, which can elicit triggers to an allergic reaction, causing skin, eyes, and gut irritations. According to myprotein.com, 
Dipotassium phosphate is somewhat of an okay supplement, but when you take over long periods of time, it can cause an imbalance to your phosphates in your body. I wonder who takes it over a long period of time. Oh, let me just be facetious right now. People who drink coffee creamer in their coffee every single day, that could be taken over a long period of time. Okay. (laughs) When this happens, right, when you have an imbalance in phosphates in your body, you can have all kinds of side effects, and a lot of them are typically headaches or even worse, up to migraines. Just by having like coffee creamer in your coffee, just by enjoying something that you thought could make you happy can cause you to have headaches and migraines. Based on study.com, aluminosilicates are a highly helpful class of minerals that have a wide range of uses, including lubricants for machinery, delicate jewelry, not to mention coffee creamers. Now, I don't know about you. Now, I usually am a three-for-one kind of gal, but that's not sounding too appealing. And when it... (laughs) it's related to my gut and it's harming me, bro, I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) According to foodconstrued.com, sodium aluminosilicates is a combination of silicone, sodium, aluminum, and oxygen, which is also known as albite feldspar. Potters use it as a strengthening agent and glazing agent. Ooh, I'm definitely out is manufactured synthetically for the food industry and can result in irritation of the skin, eyes, and mucous membranes. So, you know when you're coughing, you just have this cough. It's just there. You don't know why it's there. You're not sick. There's no allergies going on. It's just a cough. You can't you can't clear your chest. You can't clear your throat. That could be a symptom of it, bro. You may want to look at your ingredients in your food. You've had the cough for so long. You have an air purifier. You're doing everything right, or so you thought but you're not looking at ingredients in your food and it can affect you in the long term. Artificial flavorings, now that's very different from natural flavorings. We're going to go over natural flavorings. They are not okay either. But artificial flavorings mean that it's synthetically made in a lab to mimic natural ingredients, so like pure vanilla, cinnamon, hazelnut, and it makes it cost-effective, but it overstimulates our taste buds and that can alter our preference to natural whole-based foods. So you may not feel like satisfied by the flavor because your tongue, your taste buds are just like not like there's not a lot of flavor to it. You're just overstimulated by previous artificial flavors. Pardon Obi, he is stretching as he just got up from his third nap from the day. Goodness, what a cutie. Natural flavoring. So I don't want to go too deep into natural flavoring. It's in everything. And sometimes you just have to sacrifice it. You know, you you made sure that not this whole chunk of ingredients is in whatever you're trying to buy. But you still have natural flavors. Sometimes you do have to sacrifice. And that's okay. Okay? That's okay. But natural flavoring is not natural flavors all of the time. Okay? It can be petroleum-derived. And yes, yes, I say that with confidence. Please look it up. Please don't take anything I say for complete dismissal of doing your own research. I say it because I want to educate you and I want you to feel enticed to look up things yourself and be more aware. But yes, natural flavoring can be petroleum-derived because petroleum is a natural found ingredient. I say ingredient, but natural found thing in the earth. Okay, so they can use it as some type of agent. But this isn't just subjected to petroleum oil. Natural flavoring can be anything. That's naturally derived, of 
course. Anyways, it can cause headaches, nausea, chest pain, various allergic reactions, and usually these are symptoms similarly related to colds, and a lot of the times you get dismissed when you go to the doctor because it's a cold cut textbook case, you know? You're like, oh, it's probably just a cold, or oh, like you need to drink more water, or blah, 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 which could be fair. You probably do need to drink more water, but you shouldn't be dismissed. Your feelings should be validated, and for the fact that you put stuff in your body that we aren't, we aren't at fault for this. I mean, partially we're at fault because we're not being aware of the ingredients, but we don't feel like we were never told that we shouldn't trust them. We were never educated that we should look at ingredients in our food because we thought if it's FDA approved, if it's on the shelves, it should be good for us to eat, right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Don't get too hard on yourself. Now, I feel like with all of these unnecessary ingredients, by the middle of the day, I have a huge energy drop in my overall energy. My blood sugar levels are low. I, I, get, I have coffee to literally make me have energy throughout the day, and then halfway through, I feel like crap. What's up with that? That's like completely dismissing the whole point of doing it. Well, it was tasty. It was tasty. It was satisfying. But yet, I still feel like this way. Here's the thing. Let's just, let's just mimic an environment. Let's be weird really quick. Okay. Your body, there's cells in it, everything that's working. Okay. You have hard workers in there. Let's just literally make, (laughs) you're going to think this is so weird. We're going to make a little scenario. Okay. Ready? All right. Worker one, worker two, and worker three. You get the case of creamer in your body and you're trying to distribute it throughout your body into the places that it needs to go in order to do the things it needs to do and keep your body functioning properly. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, what is that? Worker one, come here. Work, come here, worker one. <laughs> I told you this is going to be weird. Uh, I don't know, worker two. What do you think? What do you, where, should we put that in uh, artery three? Should we, where should we subject that to? Uh, I don't know. Make a worker three's problem. All right, all right. I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, work three. Can you uh, take this over to... Uh... <laughs> I'm not even a medical doctor, so I don't even know parts of my body. Isn't that kind of sad? Okay. Work three. Can you take this to uh, room four? Uh, have the cell, blood cell take care of this for us? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, do you know where this came from? Nope, absolutely not. Probably from, probably from Gabby being all uh, stupid. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if we can keep this, you guys. Oh, my God. I'm going to laugh so hard at myself. Oh, my God. Okay, essentially, the scenario did not work out. But what I was trying to elicit was the fact that these these workers have no idea what to do with this. And so they're trying to, like, put put the cream into an area that it can go to digest properly. But so essentially what I was trying to elicit is the fact that like if it's not naturally derived from the earth, it's hard for our body to digest it properly and distribute it to surrounding our body, throughout our body, um, that it does in order to break it down. So sugars go through different parts of the body. They elicit different things for your body. They help you have energy and everything for the day. You know, protein helps various things like regulate your ghrelin and leptin levels, various things, okay? 
various things that we aren't aware of, various things that we aren't educated on, various things that are very deep and um, just textbook. It's a lot. It's very detailed, very specific, very intricate. When you have various ingredients that are so like gut disrupting, inflammating, and just our body doesn't know what to do with it, it, it can't properly provide us a good source of energy without it dropping the way it does. And this is based off an observation, based off of things that I personally have gone through. And honestly, correct me if I'm wrong. I think, I think I'm on the right page here, but I'm always open. I'm always, always willing to learn more. Just, just be kind about it, you know? Email me at the happily living podcast at gmail.com. But anyways, so things like honey can be distributed throughout our body more easily. It's a source of sugar, but it is natural sugar. And our body is provided with all sorts of aminos, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and it lowers inflammation in our gut. It's an anti-inflammatory property. And it's a great alternative to a creamer that has millions, not millions, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but millions of ingredients. And I I don't have to deal with all the side effects. And I, I'm supplying my body with all these great things that it needs to just be so happy and giddy. And I, I love myself making, I love myself, I do love myself, but I love making myself a latte in the morning and using honey as my sweetener because I'm just so, so ready to take on the day and just knowing how happy it makes me and how good I am as a support system and advocate for my body. I just, oh, I got so excited. I do. I love it. I love, 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 love all this stuff. (laughs) But things like honey are provided for us from bees, nature's biggest advocate for pollination and food cultivation paired with freaking wasps, but we're not out here to talk about that right now. We're here to support our environment, but we're here for the bees right now. Okay. Okay. One of my favorite quotes is from Albert Einstein. And he says, if the bee disappeared off the surface of the globe, then man would have only four years of life left. Holy smokes, you guys. Like bees are so important. And I tell people all the time and they're like, it doesn't matter. Like if a bee's in my car, I'm going to kill it. Okay. Here's the thing. Besides being an absolute ignoramus, yeah, I said it, ignoramus, you can just roll down your window, okay? It's not trying to sting you. It's trying to get out, and it doesn't know what to do. And if you seem as a threat to them, they are going to try to flight and fight. (laughs) They are going to create a flight and fight response, and they are going to do what they instinctively know, okay? They're going to protect their hive no matter where it is. They think that putting themselves at risk is far greater than putting their hive at risk. So they're going to sting you. They're going to do what it takes, okay? Obviously, I'm not a bee whisperer, but this is cold-cut facts, all right? Now, don't uh, don't take my word for it. Provided by ActiveSustainability.com, bee pollination is responsible for the existence of 84% of the 264 crop species and 4,000 plant variations in Europe alone. 84% in Europe alone. Bees are extremely important to our survival on this planet, and without bees, many ecosystems would collapse, including our own. Animals would starve off as they rely heavily on the food that needs to be pollinated by bees and in turn would be heavily affected 
by extreme shortages. Therefore, we in turn would be heavily affected by extreme shortages. The quality of our food, our fruit, our produce, our meat, all of that would go down. The quantity would go down. I know a lot of people feel like, well, we're the top of the food chain. Nature provides for us. Fact, but here's another fact. Without the importance of coexistence and respect, you're not going to be able to get things that you were offered before. The things that we need to survive, food, life. Being around flowers actually cultivates a lot more than just beauty, and I will dive into that, but those would be gone. The quality of air and atmospheric filtration would go down because you're lacking all the plants that need to be pollinated because the bees are gone. Bee populations are dwindling, and we have to, even if it's just one in our car that's bothering us, we have to be an advocate for them. Okay, we're the bigger thing. They're afraid of us more than we are afraid of them. Like, get over yourself. And if you're allergic, I understand. Okay, it's tough. It's very, very tough. I, at the age of three, opened a cooler for my parents and grabbed them a drink, and three bees came out and stung me one on my eyelid, one on my right where you get your like eye buggies when <laughs> sorry, when you get your eye buggies from waking up and sleeping. And then the other right on my um, eyelid, I think. I don't know I was three, but I remember three. They told me three would stung me. And it was just so, it was so bad. I passed out, I'm pretty sure. It sucks. But here I am. I'm trying to support the bees because in turn they support us. Okay, I know we're at the top of the food chain. But you have to respect something that provides you with so much. You would be so... I don't like calling people names, but you would be so dumb, bro. You would be so dumb to be ignorant to all the things they provide us and not supporting them and not protecting them and not providing them the environment that they need. There was a bee bothering the heck out of me at a cider mill. And I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but here we are. There's a bee bothering the heck out of me at the cider mill. It's not just bumblebees, you guys. It's all bees, but this bee... I was blowing on it because if you blow on them, it elicits like the same as a weather pattern, the wind, and so they don't see it as a threat and they just go away because a lot of the times they will see like the benefit that outweighs the cost and if the benefit is better, then they will use all their energy to get to that benefit and the thing is a lot of the times they won't try to use a lot of their energy to push past the wind and fly through it or whatever because... The benefit doesn't outweigh the cost. So being at a cider mill where there's a lot of sugar, um, (laughs) the cost was outweighed by the benefit for sure. It was going in my, like on my eyelashes, bro. It was going around my ear. Like it was literally coming up to my lips. Like I was, oh, and there was multiple. It ended up not just being one. I was blowing on it and they weren't going away and I didn't know what to do. And you know what? This is what I was thinking. I stopped. I paused. I closed my eyes. I took a deep breath. (sighs) Okay. There's a lot of things in this world that internally bother me, that are super annoying, that can affect my mood, can change my energy. But I cannot control my environment. I can control myself. Okay. How can I control myself? 
what can I do for myself right now? How can I be there for myself? I am grateful for where I am. I am exactly where I need to be. I am happy. I am breathing fresh air. I get to be free. I have a source of fresh water and food. I get to live another day on this beautiful planet. All these things that I'm so grateful for. And I open up my eyes. And I feel this overwhelming cloak of relief and calmness on me. And and the bee was gone. Like, I kid you not, the bee was gone. And I was feeling really good. And it wasn't just about the bee. It elicited an opportunity for me to be present in the moment and just breathe and see what that moment was teaching me. How I can't control my environment, but I can internally control myself and my reaction. And by being able to be aware of that, I be aware of that. (laughs) I was able to bring over this sense of relief that I didn't know I was capable of in that moment. And when you're able to bring your consciousness, bring your consciousness towards being grateful, there is no room for stress to be present at that same moment. So when you focus on being grateful, you're able to be in control of your thoughts. You're able to be an observer of your thoughts, but you're also able to elicit a positive function. And moving aside to that, not only do we have those moments where we feel out of control, but we also have those moments where we, we're also impulsive. We instinctively just want to swap bees away. You know, we're instinctively just like are irritated and just like move, like go. And that can trigger them to sting us. That can trigger us to end up being unhappy, killing a bee and various things. And you're like, it's just one bee. Yes, but their populations are dwindling. Okay. And I know I'm going on a tangent, but I don't really care. <laughs> it's just one bee, but populations are dwindling, so each bee counts, just like us. Every individual counts, okay? And bees are extremely important to our survival on this planet. I've said that before. I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times. But let's say let's say that you're not at a cider mill. Let's say you're at home, and you're like, well, I just I don't know what I can do to support them from at least a little farther away, you know? Understand. I'm going to provide some of that for you. On Instagram, I found a Instagram page called B underscore cups, and they sell B cups. They have a UV reflective reactive glaze inside them that can be seen by bees, which bees have a visual cone receptor that they see UV light, and that's how they are able to pollinate specific flowers is by the UV colors. Now, we can't see UV light, but if we use an actual UV light, on these bee cups you can see the uv reflective reactive glaze inside them now they are also plastic free they are created from a a pottery it's a ceramic thing wow okay that's how i want to present it to you guys a ceramic thing we're going to move forward but yes they're plastic free so they're good for the environment they provide 
an opportunity for bees to get water, and that's what they're for. Bee cups are a water cup for bees. And they not only provide water for bees, but also butterflies and various insects that are good for your garden and your backyard. And they're easily filled up when you water your garden. So you don't have to individually fill them up and bring them outside and put them in the yard. They're, they can fill up through watering your garden. And the importance of the UFI reflective reactive glaze is that it pulls them, you know, towards it because they think they need to pollinate it, but then they see it's water and they are able to have a source of water because they aren't able to really have a close source of water when they're pollinating all day long. They get tired just like us. Now, like I said, that the sweater, sweater, at the cider mill, there is a lot of bees that are swarming it because of the sugar levels. And local beekeepers put a lot of effort into raising their hives as well as the neighborhood. But I have also seen a lot of like bee catchers at these cider mills and it's so sad to me I wanted to dump it out so bad and I'm actually kind of mad at myself that I didn't but things that you can do is also purchase locally crafted honey and beeswax products and that's the most simplest way to express your gratitude and many beekeepers use ingredients from their hives to make beeswax candles soaps and even cosmetics and additionally local honey is important because it's made with seasonal allergies, okay? And what that means is the pollen collected from these bees are the local pollen that you're typically allergic to. And seasonal allergies suck. My eyes get so itchy and watery and raw, and my nose gets stuffy or runny and itchy and raw, and I'm sneezing in eights, and it's just ridiculous. My eyes get so, my eyes, my skin gets so itchy. It's just so uncomfortable. And dogs, too. You'll see your dogs licking their paws, and you tell them to stop. But that's how they aid in their seasonal allergies. And what you can do to help them is also give them some of the local honey in portion, of course. And I'm not going to go into it, but just a tad, just just a, a me swidging. You can actually provide your dogs a small portion of blueberries, strawberries, pure pumpkin, broccoli. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. What else? What, 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 what else? You can look it up. You can look it up, but it's really good for them. It's really good for their bones. It's really good for their joints and hips. It's really good for seasonal allergies, various things that real food helps them with. Do not give them grapes. Do not give them chocolate. We know the drill. We know the drill. But look up things that you can give them, okay? And I can also dive into that a little bit more in another episode so I can provide you guys resources to look through it. But not only that, like I said that, you know, it helps with allergies, but because local honey is made from local flora, so native plants, it therefore provides the pollination and growth and development of the beautiful blossoming flowers in your backyard, And we'll talk more about these beautiful blossoming flowers. But just finding all these things about bees that you never knew is kind of like an uplifting experience, is it not? Like we're here for it. (laughs) And to support the expansion of local beekeeping societies and environmental organization programs, you can also donate your (laughs) time. Wow, if this was an advertisement, a sponsorship, I think it'd be, uh, they'd cut their loss. No, I'm just kidding. To support the expansion 
of local beekeeping societies and environmental organization programs. You can also donate your time, supplies, and even just donate. Go to thebeeconservancy.org to find out more ways to support our bees. How was that? That was good. I think that was good. And on top of that, if you're like, well, I'm not a nature person. Okay, but here's some mental health tips and tricks. According to Nationwide Children's Hospital, serotonin and dopamine coincide with our mental health, sleep, and even our metabolism. So studies have shown that people with depression and even anxiety have low levels of serotonin and dopamine. By being in nature, even though you're not a nature girly or nature guy or nature person, there are various ways you can stimulate and raise both of these. Being near bees, there's a frequency given off by their buzz, which is the sound is created by their flight muscles, right? And this elicits a positive effect on our health. This energy exchange has been proven in bee medicine, and it can reduce inflammation, promote healing, release serotonin and dopamine. Therefore, it raises those levels within you and boost our immunity. I literally, my mom has these big lavender bushes and there were so many bees, so many bees. And I literally walk out there and I just sit and I, I use my phone to record them and stuff, but I would just sit after a moment. I put my phone down and I would just close my eyes and I'd listen to it. And it's like, the frequency was just so beautiful and just being aware of everything they provide us was just so like warming in a sense. Like I just felt so whole and it was so, I was so grateful. I loved them. I was just, oh, it was such a moment for me. I love it so much. I really encourage you guys to do that. They didn't even come near me. I came near them, but they, they weren't bothered by me. They didn't see me as a threat. They were literally doing their thing. And they weren't all bumblebees. It was actually a mixture, which was kind of crazy. It blew my mind. But it's bumblebees. It's regular bees. It's all different kind of bees, okay? It's not just bumblebees that pollinate. It's not just bumblebees that make honey. And it's actually a lot more in-depth than you think. So I really suggest going to these different links that I put down in the caption so that way you can learn more about bees in general. This is Huso. States... The level of frequency emitted by bees can actually resonate with our organic tissues, promoting recovery and our healing process. Our brains are even also able to convert these signals to provide a calming effect in ourselves and give us a peaceful state of mind. That's insane. That's so cool. I find that so awesome. I find that so awesome. And another thing you can do at home is plant more native species that cultivate the proper ecosystem in your state. They're absolutely beautiful. They're half as much maintenance. And they can be such a big change in the amount of effort you give compared to non-native plants. Like, it's literally half as much effort. It's such an obvious decision. They Native plants are used to the kind of soil that your yard has. It's genetically, like, their ecosystem, their environment. It's what they need. And whatever diseases come along, they are, sometimes they don't make it. That's life. But some, most of the times they do because they aren't affected. They have the genetic evolution to be able to withstand these diseases and withstand certain 
environmental standards. So various winters, however harsh they are, various flooding, various droughts, various summers that are super hot, you know, it depends, but native plants are able to survive on their own. And I, oh, I don't know about you guys, but I am so, so looking forward, also trying to be in the moment, but I have my moments where I get taken away. And I look so forward to getting my own place so I can have my own yard. And that means I get to have my own garden and I get to plant all these native species and see them bloom and see all the bees and the birds and the butterflies. And, oh, I'm so excited, you guys. I can't, it's so hard for me to like bring myself back to just being where I'm at and just trust the process and know everything's coming in time because I'm trying to rush it so bad and so hard not to but yeah I'm, I'm still trying to convince my boyfriend that we're gonna have a clover lawn or a moss lawn or there's all these cool things I saw on Instagram that I want to do more deeper research into and it was just so beautiful these lawns that they had that you have less work to deal with you don't have to get a ton of fertilizer for it so it'll grow or worry about mowing the lawn every week and dealing with it and like oh I gotta mow the lawn but oh it's gonna rain so I can't do it today I gotta do it tomorrow you don't have to do that like you can literally get a non-gas lawn mower it's literally just like a metal one that just like turns and it just cuts the very low levels of the grass because it's clover and it's so much easier so much easier to do it can withstand your pets and them going to the bathroom you know it doesn't die it doesn't create yellow spots on the ground all these things it's super soft it helps you with grounding oh I can go into it it's not the whole point so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on but you guys we're gonna talk about it sometime for sure but non-native plants like I said I'll reiterate you know the more maintenance you have to worry about the higher chance of them not lasting right? When you have to do a lot of maintenance, that typically means that they're not in the environment they should be. And you'd have to buy new ones because they die, right? And that adds up in money. That adds up in upkeep and work you have to deal with. And it's already costly to get them from point A to point B. Like when you get a new house and you're wanting this specific plant, it's not from your local area. It's so much more expensive, and that ain't it, folks. We're here to save money, but also get the best out of it. You know what I mean? And work smarter, not harder. Like, come on now. And by not having to water them as much and the weather providing them the care that they need, you also can benefit in ways by saving on your water bill or saving on whatever else I feel like there's just there's so many reasons you guys like I'm not here to be your lawnscaping you know salesman but I feel like I am right now (laughs) and the natural environment that nature provides for us is specific to what we need where we are okay usda.gov states native plants aid in preventing erosion and In the Midwest, for example, non-native plants have deeper roots which expand the capacity of holding water within the soil, stabilizing sedimentation and preventing erosion. This is very, very helpful because a lot of people during heavy rainfall, especially my sister recently, have experienced basement flooding. And even if you don't have a basement, flooding sucks or your foundational um, cracks or any foundational concerns is expensive. So being able to make a cheap future advocate for yourself, heck yeah, we love that. 
Also, I want to mention beeswax wraps. Let's go. So beeswax wraps are a substitute for cling wrap and they help with keeping your produce fresh and they may be a little bit more expensive up front, but they are very much reusable as many times um, and you just run them underwater and they get sticky again. They help support local bee businesses and suppliers. They aid in less plastic production and less plastic being leaked into your food and overall just better for the environment. And with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. I thank you guys so much for joining me on this wonderful episode of Love Your Mother, part two, episode two. Um, Episode three will be dropping next Thursday. Episode four will be to be determined. I'll let you guys know on episode three. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review of what you think of this podcast and even screenshot when you're listening to this podcast and post it on your Instagram story and tag me at gabrielle.brown. I'd love to hear all about the different things that you like about the podcast, different comments and questions you have. All the support I've had is just overwhelming and I'm so here for it. I love it so much and I love you guys so much. So thank you guys so much for joining us again and turn on your notifications and check out ways you can be more eco-friendly and sustainably conscious wherever you go. I am your host, Gabrielle Brown, and I hope you have a fantastic weekend and upcoming week with love and love.